day, I had a Lyft driver who, like, she was really chatty. She was nice. She was like, she did the thing where she said, well, I'm not going to tell you my, my life story. And then proceeded to <gasps> tell me her whole life story. Mm-hmm. And and then she was like, she was talking about how she worked in the film industry and she was a financial planner. Now she's a financial planner and she wants to do like a YouTube financial planning series. And I said, because cool. I'm a moron, I said, oh, well, I have an entrepreneurial YouTube to tutorial creative endeavor and was talking about braze braze.tv and uh <laughs> she was and so then she's like oh my god that's amazing great and then we became facebook friends and we were all chummy and then i left the lift and i was like well that was fine probably never hear from her again and then she facebook messaged me yesterday out of the blue and all it said was hey luke do you want to meet up next week <laughs> thank you so much well what do i do how Episode three. Episode three, Attack of the... Thrinder. Thrinder. Thrinder, yes. So, um, I'm Luke. I'm uh, Milani. No, no, oh, what a bozo. Well, we have to, I feel like Malcolm Gladwell says yeah. you have to do something like 10,000 times. It's about 10,000 So, times. by episode 10,000, we'll be experts in introducing ourselves yeah. on the podcast. But we can try it again. And no worries. Okay. I'm Lani, and you're... The smartest Ooh, no, person. I, no. Oh God. God! No, no, no! It's. Do you mind? Is it patriarchal of me to bleed? No, go ahead. For sure. Uh, Maybe turn the alert on your phone off. I always check my phone. Yeah. Um, you're Lonnie. And you're Luke. And, and you're, you're the, the smartest, smartest person, person I know. I know. Except Thank you. Oh, that's right. The smartest person we know. Yes. Might be. Max Cantor. Max Cantor. Of relation. Of relation, yes. Of yeah. the of the Scottsdale Cantors. Of the Scottsdale Cantors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no the relation. The Jewish Cantors? The Jewish Cantors, okay, but checking. in public, no relation. Yeah, in public, yeah. no relation. Um, so Max Cantor is here with us. And here's how I was so nervous. <laughs> Max is here. And um, Max is actually... I'm the smartest person I know. He knows so much. Um, Say hi, Max. Hi, guys. Um, he knows about basically everything. I met him when he was doing some sort of water mapping of the Los Angeles um, cityscape. Yeah, God, like reader reading so, for it was yeah. that was oh my God, full all those experiences have and just I made also me so smart. On my face, and you've known him for longer. I think twenty six years. Oh yeah, you yeah. were even alive when I was. Yeah, <laughs> that that's so dark. <laughs> <laughs> They're brothers. Yeah, gave Jewish. I was looking brothers. at our our relationship on mm. Facebook the other day. Mm-hmm. You know how it does the whole history. Yeah. And I went back and I saw 
the Mac scanner posted on my wall probably September of 2010. So this was after our first summer in LA. Just graduated. Just graduated. It might have been a summer 11 because yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. more sense. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Yeah. And sure. you said, Lonnie, I'm thinking of starting a cookie company. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want in? And I think I'm I've sure that. that was serious. <laughs> no, it was a cookie. It was. was it like a there was, I know at one point at Middlebury College in Vermont, uh-huh. there was a cookie hot dog company. Yes, mm. yes. We were, so I was, um, I've always been very entrepreneurial, uh, much like all of my other canters, like my father canter, mother canter, brother <laughs> canter, brother canter, brother canter sure. Wilbur canter, my dog oh, canter. Oh, oh, yeah, Wilbur died. It's now Norman. Norman. Same dog. <laughs> I mean, just same, same basically. Yeah. Yeah. Norman, so Wilbur. I always totally forget fine. which one is alive okay. and which one isn't. Our family, yeah. our right. entire upbringing, <laughs> always had duplicates of the same breed of cats and dogs. So we had two, we were, we had two Yorkies. <laughs> like, did you we buy actually ended up, we had four, three Scottish Terriers. Yes. Three Scottish Terriers, Macintosh, Clifford, and Junior. Junior. Clifford Junior. But we called him Junior. We called him Junior. And may he rest in peace. And, um, like and then we had two it. orange yeah, tabbies, person. Ernest and Bernard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And two gays. Were they named sons. after? Oh, and then right. Norman and uh, Norman's the, the one that's living now currently. But Wilbur was the Bassett, and now there's Norman the Bassett. <laughs> wow, I know. Are they all named after great uncles, or just other people you met at? Ernie. Oh, lots of Jewish uncles yeah. in there. Yeah, Ernie. Ernie. No, Ernie is named after Ernest Hemingway. Yeah, that's right. But oh. I came up with because he's a Hemingway cat. But Zadie, our grandfather, is uh, was uh, Bernard. Yeah. But controversy aside, Bernie is the Larry David of cats. <laughs> yes, I would agree with that. So. so now you continued your entrepreneurial quest. I did, I did. You know everything there is to know about Los Angeles. You could literally drop Max in any corner of the city and he could find his way to the nearest Wi-Fi hotspot. From, I San, from Santa Monica, yeah. from from Santa Monica, Monica to Sierra Madre and from <laughs> Torrance to Tahunga Canyon. You yes. could drop him in the That's very good geography. Yeah. Thank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so he just is um, has immersed himself in this city. He's an expert in so many things. Um, like what? Like, uh, <laughs> well, like, you guys. um, like, um, mm-hmm. well, yeah. I mean, I would say, why don't we talk about something that I'm actually just excited to talk about? Yeah. Than just, uh, let's like, take talk the pressure off. Let's take expert. the pressure I really quickly. Can you make a suggestion? Well, I just want to let everybody know that this podcast Oh my God, we have been remiss. Wow. I wow. think we're not going to get our sponsors yeah, back. Yeah, they're going to be so angry. Yeah, this podcast um, is brought to you by Pressure. By Panic. Mm-hmm. By Briar's Ice Cream Flavors. Yes, by Kathy's Rum Cake, actually. Oh, how embarrassing. Someone I got a text texted, message. Oh my God, from Cassidy City Boy. Uh-oh, am I even on that thread? No, no, um, no. Private. Hold on just a second. It, this podcast is brought to you by the American Enterprise Institute. Ooh. Their think tank. This podcast is not brought to you by Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, had, we, had, a, we had to part ways. Yeah, she couldn't. She's just too unpopular. Yeah, yeah, she couldn't commit to the monthly payment. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by... Um, 
I got a really great manicure I saw on this lady standing on the corner, bright red. That's mm. gold. Yeah, definitely. Mm. So she's um, in <gasps> charge. You know what? This podcast is brought to you by like a mauve lip and a dark eye. Ooh, maybe a cat eye. Ooh, probably fun. also. This podcast is brought to you by Snapchat. This, but not is- by the bullshit X Men Snapchat filters. Oh no, ruined, ruined my, my day. goddamn day. Day. It- I thought everyone was going to be up in arms about it, but I mean, nobody was. Is it twenty four hours of X Men? Did. This yes. podcast brought to you by X-Men Days of Future Past 2. Yeah, yeah. which is what it is. It is. This pro- podcast brought to you by the movie Neighbors 2. Neighbors 2, for sure. I saw it. You did. I haven't seen a movie since I moved to Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> In theaters, let me just tell you that. And I saw Neighbors 2. And did you like I it? I really liked it. Is it in theaters currently? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. There were hints of feminism. There were a lot of weed jokes, which I totally get behind. And <laughs> the computer. This podcast brought to you by the most important person in my life. That dog that you always post. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Salmon Burgers. Salmon Burgers. This podcast brought to you by the governor of my home state, Larry Hogan. Maryland. Maryland. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Okay. Clang, clang, clang with the trolley. Ding, ding, ding with the bells. Zing, zing, zing with my heartstrings. And the moment I went to the cell. I have a memory of that song, but I could, can I share the memory? Yeah. Okay, there was this woman. Well, she wasn't a woman. She was like 11. And, um, <laughs> but to me, she was a woman. It seems so old. Because we were... Okay, it was just after Oliver, and Oliver was a really big deal for me, and I definitely had a crush on this guy that was, like, 17 at the time, the and I was dodger. nine or eight or something like that, and um, this girl, I don't remember her name, all I know is that she was Jewish and had a bunch of Jewish sisters, and she had breasts, and she was, like, 12, and she got up there, and she sang every audition Play after play after play, show after show after show, <laughs> clang, 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 went the trolley. And did, like, pretty much, like, if we're going to score it out of 100, like a 68. So, which isn't terrible. Was, was she performing at a 100? Yeah, at a 100. Yeah, yeah. Like, there were trains, and there were train conductors, <laughs> and thousands song, of passengers. Is that song ever performed above a 68? <laughs> it's just... I don't know. It's just... Oh, my um, God. What's it from? Meet Me in St. Louis. Oh, of course. Yeah, St. Louis. With the trolley. trolley. But speaking of trolleys, so this city yeah. that we reside in, Los Angeles, used to be a very well connected city by train cars, trolley cars, red cars, red cars, exactly. And the one of the longer, more extensive, that would more be traveled such a lines. Fun theme bar. 
The red car? Yeah. There yeah. is a gay bar in downtown called Red Line. But I think that's a that's a take on the current new metro system. Oh. Or is it the old? No, because I think it was, I mean, it's definitely like neither because it's really like West Hollywood in downtown. Right. But. Yeah, that's I, true. Yeah. But I think it's like named after the Red Line bar. You know, there what? are, <laughs> there are the red, old Red Line cars. Cars. Yeah, train cars. Sorry, go ahead though. But I was going to say, there are hints of the Red Line cars in places that are unexpected throughout the city. However, one of the most traversed lines was the downtown Santa Monica line, which they actually destroyed and who did? Ford well, Motor Company? It's it's a long, long, long this story. This podcast not brought to you by Ford Motor Company. Definitely not brought to you by it, Ford Motor yeah. Company. Yeah. Yet, yeah. unless... Go on. Unless... <laughs> so, basically, so basically what happened was the train car lines throughout the city, throughout the region, sort of um, ridership uh, decreased as buses were subsidized and cars were introduced and traffic and all this stuff. And anyways... The 1960s was the end of those cars, those train cars. And then over the last 25 years, we've rebuilt our metro system in this city and it's becoming more and more and more extensive. And finally, we have a train that connects the east side to the west side all the way to the beach from downtown Los Angeles. And it's really, really exciting. I think I'm going to go tomorrow. You should. I just realized I have the day off. I think I'm going to go tomorrow. It is really, really exciting. I heard the mayor... Former mayor, Anthony Villaragosa. Antonio Villaragosa. Oh, shit. We're yeah. going to have to redo that. Antonio. So, Everyone and, on three. Does he one, not go by Antonio. Anthony? I don't think so. Anthony. Oh, my God. Let's, let's that's three. so one, embarrassing. Wait, one, two, three. Antonio Villaragosa. <laughs> Mexican? Descent. <laughs> So there you go. <laughs> Anyways, not to be confused with Eric Garcetti, our current mayor, who's also Mexican, Italian, Jewish. 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 Jewish emailed someone who works for him the other week on a business related note and um but I also was like kind of curious if he would go out with me and (laughs) (laughs) he would take the bait oh okay oh that guy yeah yeah cool he works out is he Jew is he Jewish he's the Jewish (gasps) guys Whatever. <laughs> Neither here nor there. He's coming next week. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, if the date goes well. I do think this is a good way for me to... Meet guys? Yeah. Yeah. The podcast? <laughs> yeah. Well, so far you've had me <laughs> and Max. I think it's going well. <laughs> I think it's going well. Um, what I think uh, was really interesting about the Expo line is that I think in the back of everybody's minds... The reporters, the writers, city officials, I think everybody expected there to be a lot of negative sentiment that was in the media. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. In the conversation. What and, would the negative what would that be though? What's um I think that a couple it could be a couple of things. It could be actually the trains cause more traffic because they have to like go through corridors or they bring people from other parts of the city to 
the beach oh, right. or Santa Monica like, or whatever. Explosion. Exactly. Or... And and also another thing that they it could be like, oh, nobody's writing it is always the thing. Oh well, nobody's writing it. Yeah. Well, there was that bullshit article about the Expo Line pre Santa Monica extension, right? Where they were like trying to insinuate that nobody was right. That they were like, oh, it's like hasn't. Do you remember that? I do. That was a really long time ago. The Expo Line um, ridership has far exceeded Yeah, which is what I was always... Which is what I said in the base of that article. And this week far exceeded the expectations of the first week as well. That's awesome. Which is awesome. And the crazy... The interesting thing I was going to say is there was one article. There have been plenty of articles about it. Could The Expo Line could be a little faster if you align the trains with the stoplights a little bit better and all this stuff. However, and also Expo Line causes gentrification, and that's another podcast. That's another, you know, that's another. That's another. That's another. That's another. That's another. That's another. That's another podcast called That's Another. <laughs> and, um, and um, but what I was going to say is there was one article in Thrillist, which is a totally, totally, totally hard, superficial... The muckraking publication, <laughs> Thrillist. Where it's like 10th Juicy Burgers in Santa Monica. Yeah. It's like, okay. That's, that, yeah, that's um, a real... Yeah, and it's like the nine right. best gyms in Pasadena. <laughs> but... Um, okay. And it's not what you think. No. And it's not what you think, no. except who sponsored it. And anyways... And they're the, all nice. I guess Thrillist wrote an article that was like literally titled why the expo line is a bad idea and it was up for i want to say like two or three hours and they took it down they took it down because they were so embarrassed i saw people making comments i mean i saw it and i read it i read they took it. it down what yeah which is amazing because, you know, in journalism, you don't take things down typically unless it's like illegal. Well, but illegal. They, they probably were getting no clicks. I think that they no, were. No, no, no. I think they clicks. took it down oh. because I think that the whoever wrote it, and I don't want to make any was assumptions of who, probably. I mean, mm-hmm. their argument was that there are already enough homeless people in La- <gasps> in Santa Monica. Why bring more? Oh boy, was it a parody article? And somebody was it a no, article? no, it was a Trumpism. Is what it was. Ah, um, speaking of, that's another podcast. Yeah, I want to talk about that's that. That's another. That's, that's another. another. This podcast is brought to you by our sister podcast. That's, that's another. another. <laughs> Spend my days with a woman unkind Smoked my stuff and drank all my wine Made up my mind, make a new start Going to California with a naked in my heart So Luke, you brought with you... um, You've been talking to me all this week, actually, about an issue that's pretty near and I would say dear mm-hmm. to your heart and the heart of the Republic, which is voter suppression. Yes. And if you've been on Facebook this past three endless, like, endless hell. hell of election season, you've noticed a lot of people are talking about it. But most people who are talking about it are talking about it in regards to the delegate process and Nevada and all of this, like... 
DNC, right. HRC, voters stealing su- voter votes, suppression on the voter left. suppression on the left. Yeah. But Luke has a different take. So, um, context of this is that I, uh, during the yes. twenty during the twenty twelve election between Barack Obama and Mott Romney, <laughs> I <laughs> was listening to a lot of the, like I was listening to a lot of Rachel Maddow. Who? Sure. And I noticed this trend, uh, and like they they were talking about. I have a question. What? How tall? Is Rachel Maddow? Ooh, well, five, guesses, six. guesses. Five, and six. I'm gonna look at yeah, it up look it while up while you like talk. Um, you think five six? Yeah. You think? Oh, I think five eight. No, people are always shorter than you think. Yeah, oh, she, I want to say like six one. I oh no. no! Come on, she'd be doing WNBA. Oh, that is so. <laughs> Are you? Hopefully, you'll have a gay experience. This podcast is brought to you by the National Tour of Fun Home, the musical. I already have. Plus, that was a joke. I know, I know, but it's true. We were all thinking it. Did you have a gay experience? Right. This is a pretty gay experience. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the you know, so voter fraud, your voter ID. So basically, I noticed that in twenty, like, so in twenty twelve, you started seeing this continued trend you started seeing this trend by republican legislate like by republican led state legislators to enact voter id laws to basically say that like this is this is where it began so okay sorry let me get on my thoughts so basically i've noticed that a lot of people on social media during this election cycle have been talking a lot about how rachel maddow's height and she what happens to be a borderline 511, oh, six shit. foot tall. She what? is tall. Yeah. Really? She's really tall, and some of the under, other pundits are also really tall, including Chris Matthews at 6'3. Yeah, but he's hunched. And Keith Oberman oh, yeah, he's a big at 6'4. Who, like, I'm pretty. Okay, anyways, mm-hmm. but keep going. Yeah, good, good call. Yeah. So I understand why people are really upset about like I understand the impulse to feel like the system is working against you when you are just beginning to participate in the political process and how mm-hmm. people on like the burners that I noticed trying to cry out voter 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 I you know voter suppression and voter fraud and like the DNC is is suppressing our votes and there was that whole hullabaloo it really started for me with the whole hullabaloo in Nevada about how the Bernie supporters went in there and claimed that they weren't being heard and that they were being like you know discriminated against basically that their voice was being that their voice was being taken away what frustrates me to no end is that in 17 states all except for one Virginia which at the time this vote what this law was enacted Mm -hmm. had a Republican governor now has a Democratic governor 17 states in this country led by Republicans, Republican-dominated state legislators and Republican governors, have, have enacted and passed voter ID laws, which means that you are required to show a current-issue gov- government ID. Such as Such a, as a driver's license, a passport. Um, but or it has a to be, government ID. But yes. it has to be, basically, that's it. So it has to be a voter, it has to be a government-issued current voter ID, regardless of whether or not your name, whether or not um, you're already a registered voter. So basically, people in these states are now, people who, this this disproport, these laws 
are directly targeted, I feel, like are directly targeted. No, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. And you have, and I should have, and I fucking should have written this down. This is so so frustrating and so upsetting. And I should have written this down. But like, there are quoted Republican officials, Republican congressmen. Oh, they know. They know. They know. They they say, they say the whole point of these is to affect people who vote for Democrats. It's electioneering. It's electioneering. Exactly. And so basically this disproportionately affects if you're black Poor, Latino, or elderly, disabled. or disabled. Any combination of those. Who tend to vote which way? Who right? tend to vote Democrat. Who, yeah. who those, all those groups tend to vote Democrat, to tend to vote for Democrats. This disproportionately affects those people who are, are a lot of these people are already registered voters. The state of Texas has over 600,000 yeah. able registered you voters. You should have to get an who, affidavit to vote. No, and so you're having people who have voted in who have voted in many elections in their lifetime all of a sudden because of like, now it can be like, because maybe your, your ID got revoked. On some so level. Yeah. Cause you're hitting on this now is I think for a lot of people, they don't like, I have a driver's license. You both have driver's licenses. I think a lot of people in their minds, like it isn't, intu- you wouldn't, it isn't intuitive that like, that's the wrong word. It's not that it's not intuitive, but like if it's in your experience that it's been easy for you to get a government ID, like why is that such a big burden on other people? Because some people like, some people don't have driver's license. Some people, yeah. some people don't, okay. Some people don't have birth certificates, like like yeah. current copies of their birth certificates. A lot of people, especially like, and this article touches on this, that like Black people, a lot of like people who are elderly, elderly, elderly black voters who vote en masse in a lot of these, in a couple of these states, especially like you, you got your Georgias, you got your North Carolinas, like these states that can potentially be swing states. Yeah, these vote, these laws target elderly black voters in particular because they don't have like. They may have changed their names since, like you know, they may have gotten married. They may yeah. have changed their names. They, they're, it's just the cruelest thing. It's I can now is seeing the privilege and the complete yes. Yes. disregard for history and understanding of the issue of like the what the, is actual of, what what is actual voter yeah. suppression, and it's happening now. It's and not I see, taking votes from Bernie. No, it's not. And I'm sorry, yeah. but like, and 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 it's like I'm sorry, but like it, this and this is this this to me is one of the main narratives of this entire election. It's that you see people completely disregarding the real terrible things that are happening and using all of that and all of their sort of wound up energy that I clearly have their right feelings, now, yeah. their feelings, using it to attack the, the wrong people. And in the meantime, when they're looking this way, right behind them, sneaking, tiptoeing behind them are elected Republican, Republican, Republican officials in state governments and in state legislatures that are enacting these laws. And that's the consequence. Like, it's so frustrating. Well, it's interesting because it's like, you know, the Democratic Party, again, I think it also gets at how a lot of voters, and I think I don't want to get too bogged down in political candidates but i think a lot of voters especially young people are unaware of um mm. you know this perhaps is their first I just election i don't think that the brooklyn i mean it was terrible that those voters in brooklyn were purged yeah that from, was bizarre that was like like a really really bad thing but it worries me more or it should it should be a way in for people to think about the other kind of purging of voters that happen. The real purging of voters yeah. that happening. What I was going to say about Pat McCrory is that, you know, the smugness of this asshole to say, like, well, like, 
if you're like, it's the same voter ID, it's the same ID that you need to get on a plane or to oh, buy Sudafed. How loaded are those two statements, yeah. first of all? Maybe I'm imposing an idea, but like, no, how I, I completely how agree. How fucking with loaded are those two well, statements? Well, you know, okay, look, I lost my driver's license flying. And I um, flew right out of the plane. <laughs> flew right out of the plane, and I um, have to get a new one, right? I was so, at the DMV like the other week. Okay, so I went. I went, and yeah. like I'm privileged enough to have a passport, and so that's what I use as an ID. But the process of acquiring a driver's license in the state of California requires you to go in person, which makes sense because they don't want to replicate IDs and all this stuff. And a lot of this shit has to do with fucking alcohol, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's not about identifying who you are as a person. It has to do with all these stupid laws, state to state to state with alcohol stuff. Yeah. That's another story. That's, that's for another. another. That's for another. That's another. That's another. But anyways, I think that... You, for, it's $35. You have to make it. You can either go or make an appointment at your neighborhood DMV, which is like four not and a half, five miles from here, which I'd have to take two buses to get to. Yeah. And I could bike, but not everybody's able to and do all those things. And it's only open Monday through Friday, like eight to Work five. During the time it's when people yeah. are employed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so for someone who's maybe 70 or 80 or over 65, not mobile. Not as mobile. Not as mobile. And to get four and a half miles through a city like this on a on public transportation, which costs money, by the way, these are all things that you have to think about in order. Otherwise, it's like, and it's California, thank God we live here, is a very, like, has great voter laws. Well, yeah, but you don't have to present any just, kind of ID. They literally no, you say, say, you register. Sign. You sign your you name. You register, and you sign your name, and they, like, literally, like, I once tried to show my ID and they said we legally aren't allowed to look at it. Which is so great. That like makes me feel so warm about people liberals. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some liberals. No. No, yeah, no, that's true. No. Like, but it also creates this culture of ID showing of like everything. Like your government ID is like what gets you through life. It's not like apartheid era like this is it seems like Are you Jewish or are you not Jewish? Yeah. yeah, how many times are we asked that? Almost every, every, every single day, day by myself. I by say, myself. I'm yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's self reflection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> idea of the question what is so, there no prosecco uh you can finish mine yeah i've been drink, thinking of this water you should probably get off instagram though don't have it oh me too i deleted mine well i don't have Facebook. you deleted stuff. your instagram why just off my phone for a little bit i got oh. rid of my facebook this is something we can talk about social media but we don't have to no. that's for another on that's, that's another, on another. that's another. another for the other for the other so Max, yeah. One thing that Luke and I do here at your the, the smartest, smartest person I know, I know, is um, <laughs> just like if a weird social thing you observe happens, or you happen to observe a weird social thing, right? 
we've thought about it and then we'll ask each other, what would you do? What would WWLD, mm-hmm. Lonnie or Luke do? Okay, good, good, good. In this situation. Right. Or what do you think about this in general? Mm-hmm. But just sure. sort of has to do with our millennial social media cultural, cultural background. Yeah. Exactly. So Luke and Max. Uh-huh. What do you think of people? in classes like not academic classes but like a yoga class or a spin cycle class or a pure bar class in Williamsburg Virginia or a (laughs) (laughs) Uh or of the sort right when that like the you know when the instructor asks how's everyone doing today everyone sort of like bubbles what do you think of the person who's like, great, or like is the one who's always engaging? Like, what do you think of that person? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Is this yes. a clear enough question? Yeah, yes. Um, I think it's hard. Or who asks questions during those classes. Right, yeah. Um, well, life is a stage. And You're some people me, find their stage in bizarre places and that what I think is yeah, it just it. takes me straight back to like fifth, fourth, third grade. Yeah. And there were always people in those cl- in in elementary school that were very engaged in yes. a but f- with like an al- alternative, like an alter, like a. I yes. Can I build on this? Yeah. So in the classes that I teach, drama classes for children, ethnic children, I um, <laughs> I teach. There is yes. There's. It's an, it's not. I do what. I wonder if it's it's not an ulterior ulterior motive. Yeah. But there is always the person in the class who is asking the questions because they already know the answer. Yes. So exactly. they're they're asking the kids like. Yeah. Or, or they're asking like, That's well, what exactly if, well, what it. if I do this? Like, and you'll be people like, people are the same way in yoga. Yeah, no, and, and, and like, I love that. So, I, are we supposed to move our tailbones in? Because that's what I'm doing, so I just want to double yeah. check to make sure, like, that yeah. I'm doing it right, or like, are my sits bones forward? <laughs> are my floating ribs down? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like that also in like dance classes, or like, or like, or like audience, or, or audience Q and As. You know, oh, like, I mean, and right. that's, a, oh, that's its own fresh oh, hat. That Audience is like a fresh hat. I mean, it's like buckle the fuck in. Like, like I, I saw the Babadook, but nothing is, <laughs> nothing is more, nothing is more horrifying to me than when the mic goes, the, the MC goes. Does anyone out there have any questions? I mean, Babadook, all you want, but like literally, it's like that's terrifying because there's always like. The person who asked the thirty-five minutes. Imagine doing minute, that in an event about Israel. And all oh that. my god! <laughs> completely. Or yeah, there's always the person who has like the thirty-five-minute idea expression, yeah. as opposed to a question. Yeah, it's like if you have a question, ask a question. Yeah. I once went to a lecture in college, or we had. Oh my god! I went to so many lectures in college. Yeah, excuse me. By once, I mean several times. But in this case. Just- but, I went to one lecture several times. <laughs> As a fresh woman, I went to a talk by this international relations guy who had 
he wasn't talking about this. I think, I don't remember what he was talking because, anyway, I don't remember exactly what the, his talk was about. It wasn't exactly about this very offensive book he had written. And I went to the talk armed with questions I secured from a family member, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> my dad. A.K.A. my podcast sponsor yeah this podcast podcast is brought to you by author dennis ross (laughs) (laughs) and tweeter yes he has a twitter now yeah yeah at amb dennis ross great it's so good he tweets about basketball and middle east politics so you went to the lecture with the question can't let her on get the bomb i love basketball (laughs) i love the bomb (laughs) Seriously, basketball people are the best. Anyways, keep going. I know basketball. So I went and I just sat there in the front row, shaking the whole time, like terrified that I was gonna have to have to ask a question. Uh huh. And um, did you? Oh no, of course not. Oh my god! I was like, hey, you say this, but what about Saudi Arabia's dependence on oil? Oh. Or that's. I hope that wasn't the question, because that would have been a dumb question. <laughs> Do you remember when we went to go see Dan Savage at USC? And you were there, right? No. no. <laughs> so awkward. Oh, no. Sorry. Must have been your other friend. I feel like, no, well, whatever. It was the same week. That's another friend. That's another. Remember, like, we went, okay. I went with you. Uh, we went to go see, Max and I went to go see Dan Savage at USC, and the worst version of this type of thing happened, for me, happened there, where, like, um, I could see in, like, the corner of my eye, like, a mom, like, getting her kid ready to go to the mic and ask a question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it was, like, and it was, like, and the kid was, like, clearly did How not. How old was this? Like, six, you know? Oh, no. Do you remember this? And the kid gets up, remember. the kid gets up there, and she's, like, and you can see her, like, you know, black uh, T-Mobile, my touch in hand, yeah. like, you know, recording the thing. And she's like, not to date myself, but she's like, she, she's like, she's like, yes, like, like, go Braxton, go. And like, we drove all the way from Brentwood and you're going to ask this fucking question. And the kid's like, so, um, what can I do about anti-gay bullying at my school? And like, oh, the, do you know what I mean? Like, and I, and I was just like, oh, oh my God, like, no, like this, and like all that is to say, like this is not about you. Like there is, there maybe there is someone who has like a question. That and then she was like, "Yeah, post. yeah, post. yeah, exactly." So proud. Yeah. Um, and then she gave some feedback. Yes. I wonder if this, if what I did as a young cub reporter for the Walt Whitman <laughs> High School Black and White did a similar thing. I one time asked, what was the name of the Walt Whitman newspaper? The Black and White. Oh, what was ours at high school? Did we have one? Yeah, it was called the Wolf Print. (laughs) Oh, God. Public school. So you went to public school. I would love to get my hands on one of those newspapers. Anyways, keep going. I think they're still online. Mm -hmm. Um, So I went, it was uh, some event downtown, and it was... Former ABC, I want to say ABC newsman Ted Koppel uh-huh. was speaking and being interviewed. I'm sorry, did he did we lose him? No, but no, we no, did lose da- David Jennings. Peter, Peter Jennings, Jennings. <laughs> America's favorite Canadian. He died pastor. like probably ten years ago. Well, so we lost him. Yeah, true. Morley Safer died this week. Who's that? Sixty Minutes. <gasps> 
I no, mean, he did not make you Rooney. Oh, he's God. dead though, dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was a terrible Did person. he play baseball? Was he? Mickey Rooney? He asked out my great aunt Lee when they were 16. Yes, he was like a bod about town. Didn't 60 Minutes have such a unique way of reporting? Like, it still do. It's still, it's still, they're still reporting on like MS DOS, the latest software on your PC. And it's always like, and it's always like, these days play lemmings. And it's always like the interviews they do with like diplomats yeah. or like Hillary Clinton or whoever. It's like always a walk in some vague garden. <laughs> they did. They did. What a, is that? They did do a, They did a. Yeah, Hamilton. it's like a set. It's a set in Arlington. Yeah, it's a set in Arlington. <laughs> okay, so you went to. Ted. Okay, so I went to see Ted Cobble speak, and he, I was, um, he made this point about well young people get their news from Jon Stewart and you know the thing is you got to tell these young people you got to eat your broccoli before you have your dessert and I went up there and I asked a question to like stick to be like and I don't I don't think I had a question (laughs) I think I said something like well I watched Jon Stewart and I know I I think I just was a brat but I here's the other thing about that story is that I don't know if I actually asked a question or if I just changed it in the memory in my mind so you could have gone up there and been like I'm here I think it's possible I didn't do it but then reported it as I did and then in my mind since I've just been telling the altered version I have a similar story. story. For the longest time, I thought I asked Barack Obama at a Park City, Utah Democratic (laughs) fundraiser about gun control. No, no none of us asked anything at that fundraiser. Well, I know. (laughs) (laughs) You did. I did. And I had it perfectly worded in my head, too. I had just seen Bowling for Columbine, but I hadn't come out of the closet. So I was, like, ready to express that angst in the form of a question that soon to be President Barack Obama. And I was like... You're like, what do you think about gay gun control? (laughs) What do you think about gays with guns? (laughs) And I'm gay. I mean, I'm Luke. I mean, I, he's gay. No, I wanted. I was gonna be like, and he's gay. And he's gay. No, I wanted to. I wanted to say something like, you know, Senator Obama. A lot. Of, can I call you Senator? Can I call Obama? you Senator? I'm gay. I mean, <laughs> no. I wanted. I wanted to say like Senator Obama. You know. It's crazy that there are so many school shootings and we do nothing about it. And so I want to know what you're going to do to make kids like me feel safe at school. Yeah, the That's kids a good like question. me. Well, I didn't ask. That's you. really Braxton like you. How can kids like me do something about anti gay bullying and, and guns? guns. <laughs> well, you know, people don't have to go to lectures anymore, they just can post on their social media what they think. Yeah. yeah. Although I would ask Black China a question. <laughs> if you're not the one for me, then how come I can bring you to your knees? Well, thank you, Max. Thank you, Max. Thank you. Thank you, Max. Thanks, guys. Your Thank first you, guest. Thank you, Thank you Max. for being our first guest. For probably being the, in addition to being the smartest person we know, maybe the 
funniest. One, yeah, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I think we got Thank a lot you. of that. I think there's one of the tallest. Definitely. 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 You, I'm taller than Rachel Maddow. And he's gay. <laughs> and I'm gay. And... Oh, <laughs> and thank you, and thank you, Lonnie. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank Rachel Maddow. Lassen's Grocery Store and Echo Park. Yes. There's also a Vons nearby. Where Will Bellamy's Where moving. Bellamy's Actually, moving. again, this we said the first episode that this that the podcast was brought, brought to you, you by, by Will's Will trip to trip L.A. To <laughs> but, this, but this podcast is also brought to you by well, Will's upcoming. Extended trip to L.A. Who oh, will be a guest, guest yeah. on the upcoming Oh, my God. He Holy just shit. Went, oh, my God. He's oh, so my God. That is, oh, God. Oh my god, he gave me, I asked him he all might be about... Smart. He's the smarter person that we know. <laughs> yeah, right. that's true. I asked him at a derby day to give me a whole lecture on... Um, Presidents, right? Economy. He knows one fact about every single president. Oh, the economy? Something about the economy. Oh yeah, I probably know more than him. Or trade, perhaps? Oh, maybe. I texted him about, uh, which, about which lake I, could, I should drown in in Minnesota. If I wanted to impress my boyfriend's family. Okay. This man, Will, needs to, on your next podcast or whenever he's on, state one fact about every single president. Oh, my God. Yes. This podcast brought to you by Trivia. Yes. This podcast is also brought to you by William Henry Harrison, who died in 30 days. Because he had a bad glass of milk. That's what we learned. No, he was. No. Do you hear about this? He died. This is. He had a foxglove sandwich. <laughs> no, he okay. He had the he had the longest shingles. He had terrible, terrible warts. He had the longest. That's not what shingles are. I know, but I've I had was shingles. Luke, she's had shingles. Look, we've all had shingles. We all know the story about his long inauguration. And speech. he contracted pneumonia yeah, during it. And Andrew Jackson brought a big block of cheese to the White House to invite all everybody in except for the only the white people. Oh, a really good that's yeah. terrible. Yeah. A really good question mm. to ask Will Bellamy is who he thinks are the best presidents. <gasps> he told yes. Him, yes. Yes. I yes. cannot give a spoiler. For, I love Barack Obama is one of his top four. Yeah, no shit. Well, well, duh, but like I think that's amazing. Yeah. That the one, um, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Howard Dean, Howard and Dean, and Al Gore, and Al Gore, Howard <laughs> Dean, and Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth, oh shit, shoot! Well, this, this podcast, podcast is brought, brought to you by, by Clinton, 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 Warren, Warren twenty six.